0: Hey guys, welcome to Digital Soup, a hilariously geeky podcast bringing you the best geeky conversations each and every week. And this episode will find us feeling a little festive. Schedules, of course, are extra chaotic and we decide we're going to dive into some of our favorite geek-related Christmas topics and traditions. So let's not waste any time because Santa Claus is coming to town and we've got to get tucked in because our house, in our house, not a creature is stirring, not even our wireless logitech mouse hit the music jason let's get this thing rolling
1: all right well welcome everybody welcome to the digital soup podcast the only podcast that has an episode for christmas not featuring jason
0: It's our gift to you, yeah. And
1: how (laughs) did you know I had a wireless Logitech mouse? (laughs) I
0: took a wild guess.
1: (laughs) So anyway, uh, this is Adam, and with me is usually Dave. Yeah. And without us, though, is Jason, and he had some uh, some things he had to take care of. You know, it's holiday season; things are really busy, and unfortunately, he could not be with us today for this show. So we are going to do just an Adam and Dave show, and. talk a little bit about some geeky christmas stuff
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's kind of a bummer he couldn't make it that we got these super chaotic schedules again and he's one of these days that guy's gonna have to square the schedule away but i know he's up helping santa helping the elves you know they're, they're kind of his size so uh, <laughs> there he, he's helping those elves prepare which one is santa, santa or the elves uh, the elves the elves he's kind of oh, okay. he's kind of elf size elfin magic you know him and <laughs> Him and his crackers buddies there—they're all elf and magic helping Santa get ready. So we figured we'd we'd man the controls here. Take that's care right. Of it. Got some cool stuff though. I think it'll be fun to talk about. You a wouldn't want the crackers the clown coming down your chimney, though. Tell you Goodness, that. no. That's more unless it's lit. Light <laughs> <laughs> <up>. it down. <laughs> I'm on <a> fire. <laughs> do you
1: yeah. want to hear a geeky uh, Christmas poem?
0: Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear
1: okay. it. Okay. We thought this would be fun. Courtesy of a guy on the internet named Nick Moline. Twas the night before Christmas and in the geek's house, the only thing stirring was the geek's mouse. The stocking was hung by the plasma with care in hopes that UPS soon would be there. He was busy coding, no time for bed, visions of source code danced through his head. Wearing a think geek t-shirt and a tux cap, he tracked Santa Claus on the Google Earth app. When out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter, he clicked straight to Twitter to research the matter. News site and blog, he clicked like a flash. When he found nothing, to the front door he dashed. When what to his wondering eyes should appear, but a big brown truck, it was finally here. With a little old driver so lively and quick, a UPS man, did you think St. Nick? More rapid than eagles, his charges they came. The geek whistled and shouted and called them by name. From Amazon, eBay, ThinkGeek, and Zappos. Great gifts bought online, he wondered who sent those. The man brought them out and stacked them up high. So many presents, they reached to the sky. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he'd laugh like a bowl full of jelly. When finally done with stacking straight as a line, he brought out a clipboard and a pen and said, sign. Then placing one finger aside of his nose, the man gave a nod and into the truck he rose. He turned his key and drove down the lane. The geek looked down at Brown Package's plain. He opened the first and smiled when inside an iPod from his mother wrapped paper did hide. The second he found was a Blu-ray from a friend. Such generosity, his heart, it did mend. Boxes and boxes, each one did he ope. Each tech gift he found, (laughs) ope. Each (laughs) tech gift he found him with joy and hope. My story is done. To me, did it psych. A geeky Christmas to all. If you enjoyed it, click. Like like that's not on there
0: it's not but i'm sure it was both <laughs> just as we if just... you enjoyed it click <laughs> yeah we just <laughs> like it. that doesn't rhyme at all but did i, I mispronounce the word psych what <laughs> <Yeah>. happened <laughs> thanks for finishing Sick. it though no i i, I found this because we were talking a little bit earlier when we were trying to figure out these schedules and i thought oh we we didn't know i'm I, we almost had to have me doing a, a solo christmas episode here so we can make sure that you guys the listeners are super friends weren't left high and dry wondering what happened to us, and I thought, oh, I wish I would have known ahead of time. I could have, you know, found a really cool one, or or maybe tried to write one like uh, yeah, I like know, it, our own geeky night before Christmas. And you said, oh, I had that idea at the same time. So before we started, I found this one. I thought that's you know a little dated, an iPod yeah. and stuff like that, but pretty cool it'd be fun to fun to do so yeah you know the big thing is we want to wish you guys a merry christmas absolutely that's... a
1: merry christmas yeah and uh, i just want to shout out to the author of this poem because that was actually pretty good that's nick maline over at nick.pro i don't know who he is or anything about him no nope. but i'm just saying hi doesn't it doesn't constitute an endorsement
0: <laughs> right yeah just thanks for uh, a retweet for does not equal an
1: endorsement
0: <laughs> it does not in today's day and age, you never know. But we're not retweeting anything. All we're doing is giving a little dramatic reading. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. And that, well, you know the the cool thing is, and kind of unfortunate that Jason couldn't be here. We had big plans for this Christmas episode because yep. it was it was supposed to be the triumphant return of super reviews. And mm. uh, it's been a while. Schedules have been so hectic. We haven't had a chance to do one. And what we're thinking about doing is. Uh, Basically, getting the back on track hopefully here in January, like the last episode of each month, but instead of doing it as a separate bonus episode, kind of wrapping it inside of of the last episode of each month. So, you you know, you're not going to have two episodes to download each month or anything like that. And we were all set. We were going to go do a review of a uh, Christmas movie, but an unconventional one. And we thought, oh, this will be fun. We've never seen it. And because of that, Jason wasn't here. Well, we didn't want to, you know, review a movie without him. So. Right. We just decided let's uh, let's just talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies, especially those unconventional ones that sure. are uh, you know kind of out there. Everyone's going to know a lot of them, and some of them people are going to say, "Well, what do you mean that's not conventional?" Like Die Hard, for example. <laughs> Everyone thinks of that, and it's in the geek world one of the biggest Christmas movies. But there's a ton of great movies out there, and so I figured let's talk about the unconventional ones, and then let's talk about some of our favorite, even you know kind of regular traditional. christmas movies and entertainment we like to watch with the family so
1: so what's the first unconventional christmas movie you
0: want to talk about well you know the one that comes to me and it's been so long since i've watched it i know everyone's going to go to die hard everyone knows die hard (laughs) and, and there's no doubt about it die hard is fantastic you know most people you see the memes all over christmas is you know it's not christmas until i watch them fall from the Nakatomi Tower, Nakatomi Towers, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> I, I get it. That's cool. Die Hard is, is a fantastic film. But the one I always think of is I always remember Gremlins. Ah. I, I don't know why, because it's not like it has anything to do with Christmas necessarily, just that it kind of took place during Christmas. He receives the, you know, the Mugwai... <laughs> As a Christmas gift, you know, and it, all this stuff happens, and that's a movie I have not seen mm. in ages. Oh yeah, Se- same here. God, you, know, you bring up an film,
1: interesting though. point here. So, a lot of times, people like, um, what was it the first Harry Potter movie? Yeah, they're playing that on Christmas time. It's like it's yeah. a Christmas. Wait a second. Right. Just because cr- it would like Christmas occurred somewhere in the movie, does that constitute? And this is
0: my, this is what I'm asking. Does that constitute mm-hmm. it becoming a Christmas movie? You know, I think for me I look at it and I take the standpoint of if during the course of a movie Christmas happens and then goes and we're in other seasons and all you know, other stuff like that, just because there's Christmas in the movie mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily constitute it. But if the if the good majority of the movie takes place around Christmas time, and at that time of year, even if it's not a yeah. Christmas story, okay. you know, you look at like Gremlins, it's, it's not a Christmas story, but the the bulk of that movie <laughs> takes place during Christmas. Yeah. You know, okay, like I, I can accept it. that.
1: I think it's like the Harry Potter one. It was like Christmas right. one day and he got a present. So all of a sudden that's a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah. Right. Cause then it moves I mean, on mm-hmm. into this whole other thing, but you know, a movie like Gremlins or, or so many of these other sure. ones that we'll touch on, you know, most of uh, the scenes are taking place. It's not like the grand, he gets a Gremlin and all of a sudden it's, you know, June, and he's celebrating the Fourth of July and these gremlins are coming out all over. I mean this stuff happens pretty quick so mm-hmm. yeah that that's kind of how I look at it in some of my favorite quote unquote Christmas movies. so and one thing I didn't realize I mean I'm gonna you know spill the beans a little bit here on a a, uh, a childhood actress crush Bean which I'm spiller. sure was yeah I'm sure it was the same for many and I didn't realize she was in this movie until I was looking this up. Everyone remembers fast times at Ridgemont High, right? You remember that one time?
2: Really? Yep.
0: Oh yep. man, I, I that's one I've watched uh, many, many times. But everyone knows Phoebe Cates, right? You know who she is?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And the red swimsuit coming out of the water. Oh, every every uh, teenager in the '90s had a you know late '80s and '90s had a crush on her. I didn't realize she was the girlfriend in Gremlins.
1: Oh, yeah. Me neither.
0: Never, 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 never even clicked for me. It must have been one of her early, earlier movies. But yeah, she's the <laughs> she's the girlfriend. So. I always thought it'd be cool if they took Gremlins and mashed it up with Marty McFly. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know just why. Put Marty McFly in Gremlins. Like, we'll, well, just like kind of <laughs> kind of a mashup of uh, Back to the Future and Gremlins, and add a little monster aspect to it. And <laughs> I'm surprised yes. we haven't seen a full on like modern day Gremlins remake. You know, like a true
1: yeah. Or Back I mean, to the Future, for that matter. I mean, they're rebooting yeah. everything. Not that they should. There's talks about Back to the Future. What? Yes, there's Probably going to be a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. So we have a link to an article in Esquire that's talking about these unconventional Christmas movies. Right. I want to talk about this because I haven't seen hardly any of them. Oh, really? The first one on the list is Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. And I remember, I think I watched that one once, and I don't recall yep. that having almost anything to do with Christmas.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those ones where all of the stuff basically just, just takes Christmas place time. during Christmas time. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I, I I think I saw that movie once. I you know was a little older. I can't remember when exactly it came out, but that was the big thing, you know, because Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, they were a couple, and and we got to see Nicole Kidman. Again. So I was like, <laughs> I gotta watch it. I was probably late teens, early twenties. <laughs> And I remember watching the movie, going, I, I, I don't get this, but yeah, like that's weird. Yeah, I mean, it is Stanley Kubrick, and I've heard a lot of people say that from a, a cinematography standpoint, the movie's beautiful, so it might be one worth rewatching. But mm. yeah, that one, I, I don't think of that as a Christmas movie, but it meets that criteria, takes place yeah. during Christmas I, time.
1: Most of this list, you know, Batman Returns, <laughs>
0: Merry takes, Christmas. That's one I've seen online lately. A lot of people debating, does it count? But I think it will just because it's one of those ones where the whole thing takes place over Christmas in that town. You mm-hmm. think of those scenes with the penguin and everything and I don't yeah. know. I mean it's a it's a Batman movie but
1: <laughs> Now, I personally I my much prefer um kind of the traditional Christmas movies. So, yeah. I, I'm I actually I watched home alone with my kids this year.
0: <laughs> we watched it tonight as I record. <laughs>
1: it's actually yeah. not bad. Uh oh, it's, that's a, fun it's a classic. Now, did you see the Google ad that had Macaulay Culkin <laughs> in it? Yeah, I did. Where he's a complete grown up and um he kind of went through that phase where he looked like, oh, he's not gonna last long. Yeah, he and, looked uh,
0: homeless and drug addled and
1: uh, he seems to be more he's got a more a little more together. I saw him on a episode of uh oh. What, what was that? It was something on Red Letter Media that he was on. Okay. Co-hosting. It was it's pretty cool. But uh yeah, Home Alone is fantastic. Um the Christmas story of course.
0: The yeah. one's a classic. You will see from me. Out again. Yeah. My my favorite two of my favorite I, and I I'm going to be straight up front honest. Man, most Christmas movies I detest them. That's why I live in the world of these kind of unconventional ones that mm. are a little more not the miracle on thirty-fourth street or Hallmark movies that yeah, we're you know, really seeing.
1: Bleh.
0: Yeah, and so my my favorite though is still Elf has got to be one of my favorites. I second that because we watched that one last night. Elf
1: <laughs> Elf is so good. I, I actually, you know what I said to my daughter tonight? I don't know what she told me, but I said, You sit
0: on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. just great. I mean, it's one of the the Goodbye, most Goodbye, buddy. Quotable. Hope you find your dad.
1: Thanks, Mister Narwhal. <laughs> yeah, but it, it captures all the Christmas spirit, but it still is like
0: fun and dumb enough for adults to enjoy right. and kids too. And it's so quotable, like just yeah. It's I, I listened cool. to um, you know the uh, the actor Kevin Pollock. Yeah, he has a podcast. He's had one. It's many many years old now. Hmm. And I just recently discovered it, but it's fantastic. And he actually um, re-released just recently, it's a little bit older interview he had with um, John Favreau, who directed yeah. you know, Elf, and that was like his first big break directing. He had done Swingers and some other stuff, but um, he was talking a lot about the process with Elf and how at that time he hadn't made it big. It was kind of a first big break for him, but it was also Will Ferrell's kind of first uh big film like this, hot off the heels on his on his performance from old school, mm. and so they said it was really kind of risky because they didn't know how it'd be received. Being old school was so much of a uh, you know raunchy comedy, hard R, and then you're gonna try and get this guy and sell him as a you know family. I, I did
1: not. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I was I didn't realize Elf was that old. Yeah. looking at it now, yeah, two thousand three. That's a fifteen year old movie.
0: Yep, it, it was that's classic. You know, now, yeah that that was before Iron Man, before Favreau did Iron Man <laughs> or any of that. I mean, and he was talking about it, it was a fascinating interview. You know, if, if you interesting, hear it, super interesting to listen to. But that movie, I mean, it's so good. Past the twirly, swirly gumdrops, <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to say too, that's where the world got to to meet for the first time. I think really, um, the fact that Zoe Deschanel can sing. Well. She's when I go back and look at that movie because she doesn't have her bangs. I was
1: like, Who's that?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She definitely, I, I'm not a fan Baby of the
2: bangs. Maybe
1: it's look, cold though. outside, and, and the then bathroom. it runs and
0: runs into the thing. Uh, I didn't know you it was were naked. <laughs> and then the, the one disturbing scene for me, though, remember when he goes to the doctor and he's got to get his finger pricked? Yeah, and he's he's in there and there's the, the cotton swabs and he's just down, eating them, yeah, eating them like candy. And I'm like, What, what is this? When has there ever been elves that eat cotton swabs? It's time for an accidental geek off.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Hey, would you say that Elf is probably the best Christmas movie?
0: Probably, it's it's probably up there. I mean, if if I'm if I'm going to go in a more traditional Christmas movie, yeah, it's probably that or Home Alone are the two that I will probably go to nine times yeah, out of ten if I have a choice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna
1: to give Elf the edge on that one.
0: Yeah. What about, like, I know you said you preferred the the more traditional, more conventional ones, but were there any any others off that list that, that you'd seen that you would stick up there? So this
1: list has, of course, Die Hard, Batman Returns, White Reindeer, Never Saw It, Metropolitan, no. Never Saw It, The Night Before, Never Saw It. Gremlins, yeah. yes. The Ref, I remember that. Vaguely. I do. Yeah,
0: that was kind of funny if I remember right.
1: Carol. Krampus, I actually... Now, Krampus is interesting, and that's the one that I wanted to do a super reviews on because I did... Right. My bro, so last year, my, so my family gets together, my brother comes over, and he brings Krampus on Blu-ray. And we're like, okay. we're going to make this a tradition where we watch the Krampus horror movie on Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> so we watched it, and it actually was pretty decent. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I, I still should watch it. I know we, we've got it there. I, I'm going to watch it still. But I really wanted to see this. But the thing that I, I makes me think about this movie a lot is I remember listening to Kevin Smith's podcast over on Smodcast, and this was around the time they had the ideas for the Goofy Walrus movie with Tusk. And the other idea they had was making this Krampus movie, a Christmas horror movie mm. and they're talking all about it on their show and everything else and he was working on writing it and then it got announced that someone else was uh. releasing this Krampus movie and he was like, ah, crap. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so we'll just uh, skip that, I guess. Sure. But yeah, and it's, it's always kind of fascinating because the idea of it, when you think about it, you know, when you really think about this, the the Christmas traditions, you know, a, a dude breaking into your house yeah, he's leaving presents and everything. Yeah, he's but he's mysterious. stealing my cookies and drinking my milk. <laughs> right. And you think about it, it's like from a kid's standpoint, if they got past that and just thought about it for a minute, it's actually kind
1: of freaky. <laughs> Mom, when's you the know, home invader
0: gonna drop off those things? <laughs> did you turn off the ring system so he can get in? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so now did you see a office Christmas party? I did not. That one, I, I will say, that one is fun. Okay. Like it's it's a it's a little bit more of an adult comedy, but um, what's his name from Arrested Development? I can't think of his name. Um, Bateman, Jason Bateman is okay. it? Okay. And then T.J. Miller, who's a comedian, he's pretty funny, and Jennifer Aniston. That was pretty good. That was uh, a
1: recommended Office Christmas
0: movie. Yeah, party. it's kind of one of those, you know, it's a very formulaic type movie where you know, siblings get left a company, and kind of like a Christmas, somewhat Tommy Boy, but not quite. Sure. You know where the 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 brother is kind of a goofball and just you know blowing through money, but really wants to help his company and okay. all this stuff. And his best friends are pretty right. it's, funny. It's though. a good flick. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I've seen it once or twice. It was it was pretty fun. You know, I
1: don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm way off, but a movie I didn't really care for was
0: Bad Santa. Yeah, I didn't I didn't love it either. It, I, I gotta say whenever
1: anything's classic, classified as a dark comedy, and I'm not maybe I'm just not savvy enough. But yeah. to me that just means something that's supposed to be funny but doesn't make you laugh. Right. Because it's, that's it's, what that is to me. It's
0: yeah, yeah, it's more of like we're just gonna do some pretty offensive stuff and and let it rip. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I didn't comedy. love it. Yeah, I, I I didn't love Bad Santa. I, I vaguely remember Trading Places, which is here on this list with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, but I just... Yeah, I don't think I saw that one either. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I saw it when I was real young, you know, early teens, maybe a little little younger, but I just don't remember it. But then this list gets into a couple others that are, like, kind of the, the origin of christmas theme slasher movies. I've never heard of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not and familiar you mentioned, with many
0: of them. Yeah, you mentioned A Christmas Story, Apparently, a decade before he directed A Christmas Story, Bob Clark, uh, who was a director there, according to this mm-hmm. website on Esquire, Esquire, made this cult classic, which was jumpstarting the slasher genre, a group of sorority sisters who are stalked by a killer during the Christmas <laughs> oh, season. Oh, lovely. So the guy who, who gave us Fragili <laughs> brings out, <laughs> he, he jump-starts the Christmas slasher theme, and it, that's crazy to me. Hmm. The other one, I kind of want to watch this one. The way they describe it, it's probably not going to hold up to their description, but this silent night, deadly night. Yeah. And they say it's got a twist because you know the killer's identity from the beginning and you follow along as he makes his murderous spree dressed up as Santa. And I guess they actually yanked it from theaters after public outrage because of the the sight of a killer Santa Claus. And so... I, <laughs> Now you wouldn't, I, I bet you today's day and age it wouldn't even be a big deal. No one think twice because how many movies have you seen where the criminals are dressed up as Santa Claus mm-hmm. or you know the mall Santa is like a drunken whatever, you know? Yeah, hey, but yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Um, one that I just saw that wasn't too bad that your kids mm-hmm. might enjoy, it's not, it's decent enough for an adult to watch the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Yes, we watched that
0: one a couple weeks yeah, ago. I
1: didn't think that one was too bad.
0: He was fun in it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, there were definitely parts I was rolling my eyes like. It's oh, very man. formulaic. Yep, yeah. and especially like the the jail scene where he's doing the rock and roll show. But that was like straight <laughs> up ripping off Blues Brothers or yep. something. Pretty, it, it was very too, Blues Brothers. It, brothers-ish. Yeah, it was fun, but I, I enjoyed the way he did it and, and the way you know the story went. And I just you know kind of like the the idea where the kids you know yeah I, I, in one hand you kind of feel bad for those two kids. Yep. Cause they're like, we ruined everything. And Santa just lets them feel that <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> you know, like, but he was teaching yeah, a lesson because he's Santa. Yeah. Right. And, and the whole time <laughs> he could have fixed it in a heartbeat. Yeah. But, well, but yeah, I think that one's, I would say that one's worth a watch there.
1: You know, there's oh, a yeah. few things like spoiler alert, a sleigh crashes and
0: somehow people survived. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you find the, I, the one thing interesting about that one, I thought was how they handled the, uh, Traveling to the North Pole. Oh yeah, where the little girl like crawls into the bag, and she's crawling and crawling. All of a sudden, just falls through all these gifts, and it's a portal to the North Pole. I was like, that's clever. Yeah, it's, I think
1: a little bit quantum.
0: Yeah, you know? it kind of brought a little bit of a geeky edge to it, and it's like, whoa! But then the way they made the elves, they, they were going to kill her, <laughs> you know, yeah. intruder, and they get all crazy. I was like, wow, this could have went Go dark. And yeah, um, that was a fun one.
1: Nightmare Before Christmas is another one that I never really nah. got into. Because
0: nah. I, I just. Tim Burton just makes weird stuff. Yeah. You know, I I, say, I, where I'm, do you stand I'm, on him in general?
1: I, I've never been a big fan. And I, I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it. But I just know they're always. It's always like. A, I think even Batman Returns was it. Wasn't that a Tim Burton one? With the penguin and uh, stuff like that? I,
0: I believe it's so. It's kind of
1: yeah. over the top you know, music and stuff like that where it's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. He's had a couple. I like, I didn't mind I, Batman returns was kind of fun for its time. It doesn't hold up well now. Sure. Um Edward Scissorhands. I haven't seen it since I was young, but I, I used to enjoy it, but it was really weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just kind of it. some of the stuff is weird, but most of his stuff when he got into this, this nightmare before Christmas stuff, I know people were going to get hate mail because a lot of people love those films. <laughs> I mean, they're like, yeah, that's people that's have tattoos of that one. Oh, exactly. And, and so people are going to probably send us hate mail, which you can send to Jason at DigitalSoupPodcast.com. Yeah, this is Jason. Com. yeah he, you can't tell our yeah. voices apart just like he can.
1: But <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just never got into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%, Dave. Um, yeah. Some other ones that are classic around the holidays that my kids enjoy that I'll st- still watch,
0: you know, The Muppet Christmas Carol. That one's pretty decent. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with Jim Henson. Do you remember Muppets Muppets Take Manhattan? Yes. And then, you know I don't remember the plot of the movie. Me, me I don't either. remember anything about it. I used it. to love anything Muppets, so. Yeah. Well, the reason I remember it is Animal. hmm He's, you know, I'm the a Biased, a drummer. You know, yep. he's, he's crazy. He's my favorite. But also, that movie, and another reveal here, you know, spoiler as far as, like, younger crushes. Whoever the girl was that was in that movie, I remember I was real young when I saw that in theaters. Like, real young. Ah. And I remember that was a first, first ever, like, crush on a girl on a movie that i was like oh my <laughs> gosh she's so pretty but i had to have been like six or so i was real young i remember me and my cousin went and saw it and he he's a year younger than me and we were both just coming out of there like bugs bunny floating you know <laughs> oh my gosh she's beautiful so hot. and we didn't know it. i mean we were young and innocent we didn't know anything better but <laughs> i don't even know what she looks like to be honest but i, I remember that movie because i remember that's the one that, that was my first celebrity crush. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Who would have thought that was it? Yeah.
0: You know, it was an animal. <laughs> well, I'll be clear well, on that's, that. That's good. I wasn't sure. He's my adult crush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's some other. Oh, there's some good classics here Scrooged.
2: Oh, Bill Murray. I haven't that's seen that a,
1: one in ages,
0: but I should. Oh, I, I, yeah. We should really watch that again here over this weekend. It's, it's a brilliant movie. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Probably my favorite version of that story. Nice. I think.
1: Yeah, I should watch, seeing, I'm, I'm on a different list here. It's like the Esquire. Oh, yeah, yeah, I clicked on a link, link that's at Best Christmas Movies of All Time.
0: Yeah, link it up yeah, here I'll in the show in the notes,
1: show listeners notes can, here. Uh,
0: um, listeners can follow along.
1: And so they've got A Christmas Story on there as their number three. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as a number two, which I have to agree that's a classic. Yeah, Christmas Vacation is good. Yeah, that one's good. And then, ah, I almost forgot about this one. Have you ever seen this? It's A Wonderful Life.
0: I have, and it, it's... Maori well, man, yeah, why don't it, you recognize me, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you see it's me? It, it. <laughs> I'm John. How do Bailey. I explain this? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's one of these movies where it, it, it reminds. I'm going to put it in. This may not make sense, but it, it's a Beatles and Rolling Stones film for me, where I know it's incredibly influential and it's it's in, you know incredibly important, and I have a lot of respect for it. I just never oh I never could get into it I don't know why
1: I, I always liked that one just because it's yeah it was it's a it's a class it's like a timepiece you know what I mean like it when is, I was a kid yeah. I enjoyed watching Laurel and Hardy and some of those and so anything yep. that looked like it was really way out old I was just fascinated by the way it looked and the way people talked because they had a different accent back then
0: sure and the sure. way they' were
1: doing business was different and it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good you know and that one also had a really good story about you know the value of your own life and you know, it's right. a, it's actually a big anti-suicide story. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, one of the best things I ever saw in my life was Saturday night live in the nineties did the, uh, the lost ending to it's a wonderful life. Oh really? And they had Dana Carvey um, <laughs> as George Bailey. And I don't know if you remember anything about it's a wonderful life, but yes, yeah, so. he loses all his money because the, the, the mean guy in the wheelchair at the bank stole it from him. Right. And um so at the end of the movie of course everyone chips in and pays pays George Bailey and bails him out and he realizes right. that it is a wonderful life. Well in the Saturday Night Live skit it's Dana Carvey. He's like I, um some one of the old guys in the in the in the scene is like I just remembered what I did with the money. I gave it to old man Potter. He he's the one. So then all of a sudden they all this mob <laughs> shows up at old man Potter's house and yeah. Dana Carvey's like <laughs> I want a piece of you, Potter. And they, they, they like do the thing where they switch out the dummy with the, with the actor. So right. Dana Carvey's like picking him up and throwing him on the ground and stuff. I yeah. got to find that clip. It's so awesome because <laughs> you yeah. need to see
0: it. I'll have to see Yeah, that, that sounds like it's a good time. My, my, I probably will enjoy that more than the actual movie. It's so good. You know, the other classics, this one's under fire right now in the media, but the old uh, Rankin Bass, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, people are angry about that one right now in the media. What? Yeah, there's a...
1: Who's angry about Buckle
0: it? up, kids. They're, they're mad about Rudolph because they say it's it's enabling and promoting a bully culture because those other reindeer and everyone at the North Pole they treated rudolph like crap until they needed him they're just using him and he you know blah 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 it's just being and it's just a bunch of garbage it's stupid oh my gosh
1: come on everybody. that that's
0: where we're at yeah they're attacking come rudolph on. the red-nosed reindeer but all those rankin bass ones with you know uh, uh frosty and yeah that's another classic some of those those ones i don't mind because they're just kind of so unique i couldn't watch them all the time but they are just but, weird I, and unique. What? A, i don't understand that perspective at all What, why would
1: you, it's, it's, what's the problem?
0: Yeah, they're they're trying to make it sound like, okay, so here's Rudolph, this uh, red-nosed reindeer who's special. He's, you know, equate that essentially with a disability or someone who is different. Okay. Yeah, he's different. He's got a red glowing nose. Right. And so they're saying, look at how he's treated the whole movie. They're so mean to him. They don't let him do anything. And he's you know basically just an outcast and they treat them like crap until all of a sudden something happens and they need them and then when they need them they just use them you know and they try and make them feel good and use them and then they just toss them aside again and it's just enabling a bully culture i've seen so many of these stupid internet arguments that in is stupid weeks. and who's
1: psychoanalyzing this Ancient movie, I you know, know the entire story arc is, you know what? Nobody understood his value until he had to, yeah. until he was needed and had to prove it. And exactly. then, all, just like in the song, then all the reindeer loved him and right. shouted out for glee. Mm-hmm. It was all of a sudden. It was, you know what? This guy's not a freak. He's valuable. He's got value. And we're gonna make. <laughs> we're gonna put him in the lead. We're gonna elevate exactly. him. If you have a problem exactly. with that kind of moral and that kind of story, the problem's not the story. The problem is you. Yes. And uh, so, send any of that hate mail over to Jason at digitalsupocast dot.
0: <laughs> I got I'm gonna read something here. <laughs> at the don't... risk of uh, the risk of getting people angry. <laughs> but this is a thing I, I just saw it today okay. online. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna share this because uh, I thought it was so true. It says, okay, folks, let's get this straightened out. Santa is a man. Baby it's cold outside is not offensive. Candy canes are canes, not the letter J for Jesus. We say Merry Christmas not Happy Holidays. Children should get to decorate their classrooms for Christmas. There were 3 wise men not wise people. Baby Jesus was a boy not a they be, meaning either gender. Uh, mommy wasn't really kissing Santa Claus, she was kissing her husband, spoiler. <laughs> uh, Rudolph the red Reindeer <laughs> <learned> actually <laughs> yeah, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer actually teaches kids not to be bullies. And, and then it goes into, you know, stop turning Christmas into a political agenda. Let kids be kids. Let them believe in Santa. Mm. It's the one time of the year we should all be a little nicer and forget everything that makes us mean or offended. Merry Christmas. So Well, I,
1: it should also be teaching us to not only be nice at this time of year.
0: Well, exactly. Right? Let it Come serve on, as, a, as a, a way to feel good. Look at us. We're like a Hallmark movie in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's true. It's I mean, a wonderful life. <laughs> you see what i mean there <laughs> i mean the thing is it's just i don't know we well society we come so on likes every... to get bent out of shape over things yeah know. and i mean we're definitely not a, a political show no. in, in anything and like we're that. not we perfect and our opinions like to, might be wrong <laughs> exactly and, and you know we we come on we have fun but the the fact of the matter is the internet especially has turned into uh, yeah. you know a, a nasty place and so Doing a simple act of kindness, being nice, just one act—you never know what kind of impact that makes on someone. So just, just do something nice. You bingo, know?
1: bingo. No, I, I think you're right. There's a, there's a culture on it's with online stuff mm-hmm. where because you're not face to face with someone, you feel like you can be more blunt and, yeah, and, and mean to people. Just like right. if you're, you know, I never flick people off to their face. I'd be if I was in a car. I might, you know, back when I was a teenager. And then <laughs> I did. And once then I twice, realized but. that why I wouldn't. It, so if somebody cut me off when I was, if we were walking in an aisle of a grocery <laughs> store, I would never act like this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But people, people will say this stuff, and you look at the Twitter and everything like that. Did I call? Yeah. It, did I just say the Twitter? I sound Twitter. old.
0: You are an old man. Look over
1: at the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so but you know what I mean? Is people will just blurt out, you know what, you suck and you're an idiot for believing this. Right. And this and that and this and that, no matter what side of the aisle anybody's on. It's yep. you know what? Let's let's have some civility. Let's have let's have real conversations and be nice to each other because we all have hopefully still you know really similar values that we don't want to be hurting people's feelings or making fun of anybody. We don't want to be bullies. Yeah. Um, we, we want to be able to celebrate the holidays that are important to us that we grew up with. We want to be able to enjoy movies that we enjoyed before. We want to be able to enjoy songs that we like. Yep. This is America. <laughs> we still have our, we still have our first amendment rights. We can still say <laughs> things, whatever we want, but we also, you know, we should be, we should just be civil to each other and be decent. Can't we yeah, can't just, we just be decent? Yeah. Just don't be a cotton headed ninny mug. Oh moments. my gosh. Don't even say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's our Christmas message somehow is uh, we got all heated up about people being offended about things, and then we got all yeah. But it's that's more, fine, yeah. yeah, it's just, can't we all just get along?
0: Yeah. So let's, let's wrap, wrap this, this up Christmas, up then, everybody. everybody. It is. It is. And let, let's wrap this up. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. I know you said Elf is up there. Aside from Elf, if you had one movie, one Christmas movie mm-hmm. to watch, and that's the only one you could watch. Which one are you picking?
1: The only one other than
0: Elf. Only one. Yep. Elf will let you let you be. That'll be the second one. But one other, other than Elf. Am
1: I? Wait a minute. So there's. Am I forced to watch it over and over again in like a torture test?
0: No, okay. I mean every Christmas, it's <laughs> oh, okay. you know you can watch a Christmas movie. This is what you're going to watch: Elf and... and.
1: Can I choose a TV show? Sure. Because it would be Charlie Brown Christmas all the way.
0: Heck yeah! You know. Heck yeah! Gets
1: going back, again, back to just pure and simple. What's Christmas all
0: about, Charlie Brown? I can't believe, you know, what we were just talking about, the bully culture and everything else. How is Charlie Brown not under fire? (laughs) That poor kid. Oh, man, what a rough life. And I'm not a, I'm not pro-bully,
1: anything like that. No, 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 no. I'm more upset that, you know, we we can't mute anything that's offensive in this world, you know, in order to, how are you going to? How are we going to teach you know our kids how to mm-hmm. behave if they yep. if they don't have lessons of things to contrast? You know this is good yep. behavior. This is bad behavior.
0: That's well, what it's these like stories are telling, right? And it's it's like photography. You you go to make an image, and everyone searches for the great light in an image. Well, I'm telling you what, you're not going to find great light without great shadows. You need both of them. Mm-hmm and they they both are important so you know you look at that and it teaches you to be good and wrong but i for me it's not even that level it's more of a why can't we just let a movie be a movie these things have been around for how many years most of these that they're they're going after i mean 30 40 50 years or more i mean come on let's it's it's a enjoyable movie that everyone's enjoyed through we don't need to analyze it to that point and try and find a reason to be angry charlie brown wouldn't be angry Frosty was artificially created with magic and snow. (laughs) So Frosty's not real. (laughs) His magic is black magic and that teaches kids to be into witchcraft. I don't like it. (laughs) Although, is there anything more Hmm. heartbreaking than the song Summer in Frozen by Olaf? Oh, that song is great. When he's like, I'll do. You know, when he's talking about being by a nice, warm beach, and I'll do whatever snowmen do in the summer. It's <laughs> just not just it's pure like, naivety. He'll love it. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna tell him,
1: don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my girls watched that one religiously for a while. There, Frozen, yeah, which
0: could potentially qualify as a Christmasy movie, but there's yeah. no Christmas in there, so it's more winter. Yeah, they have the Christmas celebration kind of, but they don't. I don't think they call it Christmas. It's like the opening the doors to the public celebration yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't, Perfect. our parents died. Let's open the
1: doors.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been 37 years. We haven't seen daylight. Come on and play with me. <laughs> I have a no movie left in my skin. <laughs> when you really think about it, so many kids' movies are kind of messed up yeah. concepts when you think about them, but they're so good at the same time. Got to enjoy so, good
1: um, Stories aren't about being, if, if no. every story was like, perfect and no problems ever happened and logical and, Yep. then it would be the most boring place in the world
0: yeah we'd be watching yep. lame town usa yeah, yeah. i mean well yeah. you know we were gonna i had a i had a like a christmas theme geek off i was gonna throw at you but i'm thinking since jason's not here maybe we'll save it for next week's episode yeah let's do that and i'll throw some things at you there it'll be a little uh post christmas into the new year geek off for you so
1: that sounds good so uh, it's probably time to uh to wish all of our listeners happy holidays and a merry christmas and uh put the lid on this soup and please do stick around afterwards to hear our unsigned music spotlight jason's actually going to intro that for you thanks adam yes this week's track is from a group called ocean flaws the title of the track is beachhead now ocean flaws represents the next wave of independent psych music Their fresh take on neo-psych music combines velvety guitar tones similar to War on Drugs with dancey influences from the likes of Foles and Tame Impala. So head on over to their Facebook page and give them a listen. Back to you, Adam. So um, all three of us at the Digital Soup Podcast want to thank you guys for listening. So To see more content, contact us or just interact in any way. Head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com. Remember, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you'd be so kind. Plus, we'd love it if you told a friend about us. So from all of us at the Digital Soup Podcast, all of you, stay safe. Have a very Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful holiday season. Hopefully, everything's going awesome. Be kind to each other, guys. And we'll catch you next time.
0: Take care, guys. Merry Christmas and uh, later bully gators. <laughs> Christmas gators. Uh-huh. Christmas gators. Uh hol- hol-gators. Hol- hol-gators.
1: Hol- gators. Holly gators. Holly gators, yeah.
0: Later oh, holly yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>